Welcome to the Be More Real podcast. I am your host, Sam Altieri, and I am a former architect turned health and lifestyle entrepreneur. I am obsessed with personal development, manifestation, health healing, feminine empowerment, and self-love. My superpower is helping you conquer unwanted food, body, or sabotaging patterns that are holding you back from the life you want, because I believe that you deserve to be confident in your skin and step into your power, in your work, in your relationships, in your life. I use my background in psychology, mind, body, nutrition, and design to help you transform your relationship with food, your body, and most importantly, yourself. I am so excited for you to be your real, authentic self and step into your full potential now that you don't have any of that stuff holding you back. From one badass to another, I love you so much. I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's go dive into the episode. Hey guys, before we pop into the episode, I wanted to remind you of my upcoming program, Unstoppable University. It is a three-month experience for for you, for heart-centered, high-achieving women that want to master consistency and cultivate self-confidence, self-trust, and just feel like a fucking queen inside it out. If this sounds like you, if you're ready to stop sabotaging yourself and you are ready to be a consistency and a confidence queen then this is for you. You can head to the link in the bio and I'm going to be getting you on my wait list so that you can claim your spot. It's going to be an amazing experience. Group coaching with me, weekly coaching calls with guest experts, all on health, mindfulness, healing, and wellness. So be on the lookout for that. Just wanted to drop in and remind you. And now let's go head over to the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. On today's episode, I have Ben, the fear guy, Ben Harris, um, who is an amazing coach. And I'm super stoked to have you here, Ben. I already love your energy. Um, Seems like we vibing already. So welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you, Sam. I appreciate it. And ditto, yeah, ditto on the vibe, ditto on the energy. And thanks for just you asked how I wanted to be introduced and that was wonderful because it's not necessarily what you say, but how you say it. And I felt that. So thank you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. So much love. So for people listening that don't follow you yet, um, can you share a little bit about you? Like what you do, who you are, where you live, what's like your life? Like, tell me a little bit about your story. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So so yeah, like the moniker or one of my human identities, like you mentioned, is the fear guy. So that's, it's new. So in March of 2020 is when I happened upon that. And I didn't realize that I was really good at living in and feeling and even guiding people through fear until that point. And there's so many different experiences that led to that. And I think that's the best way to explain like who I am is my experiences. And what happened is... I mean, there's so many different things, but one, so I'll name a couple of things. So I used to be a musician. So I was in a, I was in a hip hop group. And when I first started, I did, and I read this book, it's called the 50th law. Have you ever read the 48 laws of power? No, I haven't. So it's by Robert Greene. Some people will think it's, it's evil because it's literally studying like manipulation. And it says like, this is how to do it. But you could all, it's not, he's not saying like, go out and manipulate people. But it's also like, yo, like people are going to, people are doing this to you intentionally mm-hmm. or unintentionally. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's a long ass book, but it's good. Cool. But the 50th law is that book much shortened, much more, um, 
popularized with the rapper 50 cent. And Mm -hmm. so my rap, my friend gave me that book and that was just one because it was 50 cent. So there's like rap involved and how we, how we talked about, and it was a lot about fear. Mm. And, and so for me, it was like, Oh, okay. Like I need to intentionally do things I'm afraid of. Yeah. And so that kind of started, I was, I was kind of like that way already, but that really started like the intention of like seeking things that were fearful. Mm-hmm. And so like I went into, like we, we would go downtown, you know, on the weekends and we would randomly freestyle for people who would say, Hey, can we rap for you? And we were terrified. Like we weren't good yet. And like, and I went to, so I'm from Salt Lake city and I went to New York. I went to Brooklyn Mm-hmm. for this rap contest this was before i had like really any like performance like any resume i just like did it just yeah. because i've fortunately i'm just that person like when i know there's something i want to do i just do it mm-hmm. and that goes into your question of like where do i live so i haven't lived anywhere permanently since january and literally a week ago i flew to hawaii on a one-way ticket i didn't like it so i flew back friday then i drove where my family is from Salt Lake city to Austin, Texas. And so it's just like, it's just following it. And like, of course, like there's fear involved, but that's part of just in a nutshell of what I do is I help people feel the fear and understand it and realize it's not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with you. And it's actually the thing that's keeping everything away from you. But to me, it's, it's the best indicator of everything you want it's the indicator of your higher your highest self Mm. so i believe fear reveals where you're not free so if you follow your fear that is that's what you most care about that's your highest self that's your next level of growth that's your next level of becoming so i just my thing is i remind people how incredible they are just like dissolve the problem Mm -hmm. and so and i use fear as the medicine to get to the root of that yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. And I love how you articulated that. Um, I mean, I can say from personal experience, like fear has always been for me personally, something I've actually like sought out. Like mm-hmm. I will actively seek out things that scare the shit out of me. Um, or even just like, it doesn't have to be like these big things, but anytime I experience fear, it's like I've moved away from being scared of my fear And I've shifted more into like, oh, I'm going to be friends with it because it feels like it reveals my next step. And like, even from like, you know, investing my mastermind or like leaving my job in architecture when it felt so wrong, like my background is in architecture. And I was like, you know, like I was in it. I was so in it. And I'm like, I'm scared to make this jump and become a coach and like do all these things. But I don't care. Like, I know this is the next thing. And I was like, I'll figure it out. I'll land on my feet somehow because I've always figured it out. And like, that's it. You know, like that's how we move forward. So how have you always been like that? Or what, like, has obviously it's a practice. Yeah. But that's such a, that's an elevated, it's a level of mastery that a lot of people don't understand. And so for you to seek that, I'm curious, like, how did you, how, how are you aware of that? Yeah, well, I think growing up, my um, I was always very much like I felt like a victim. Like there, was, mm-hmm. I was living in that victimhood of like what was me, um, and I very much did, didn't really know who I was. So I think 
probably to start, it was more to prove that I was strong. <laughs> yeah, like, and there's I, nothing I, wrong with that. It's yeah, really, like it's beneficial to get you started. Exactly, exactly. So it's like I kind of needed that little edge to be like, well, if you don't think I'm good enough, then I'm gonna go do this, yeah, right? Just... And sometimes like it has to start that way, and and that's okay. Like as long as if for me, like it took me a while to shift out of that space of needing to prove myself and argue all these things to, oh, actually, like I just want to do this because it's fucking cool and fun and like who knows what's yes. going to happen and I'll be fine. Um, but I think once I made the first leap, which was leaving my job mm. um, back in 2016, I think that was like the catalyst, like that was my proof, like, oh, I can do anything. I was literally like $150,000 worth of school invested into this career and I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't. There's love something it. else better. Were you Were you still in debt for school too? Oh yeah, like I'm still paying. I'm still finishing paying off all my loans right now. <laughs> Good for you. You know, it's like yeah, there there was a lot of money spent on on, but I'm using those skills in different ways. You know, mm. um, so for you too, I'm curious. Like, how did you make the leap from being in the music space to becoming yeah. a coach and helping helping others <laughs> navigate their fears. Yeah. So after, so when I graduated high school, um, I went to community college and I was also working, I started a company like in a call center. I was, it was a small company. There's about 50 people. And then I, once I took my foot off the gas for music because the lifestyle just wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, I went and then no, cause I stopped school. So I wasn't, I was just working and doing music. And then I went really hard at work um, because I was like, if I can do this with music, what else? Like I'd have to do the same thing at work. Like I, I imagine. So I did. So I got like four promotions in a year, like three or four promotions. Um, luckily because our company was growing so fast. Like by the time I left seven, eight years later, Yep. The company had grown to like 2000 people, oh my God. you know, and I was like employee number 50 and they went from like a hundred million in revenue to like 2 billion. So I was very fortunate and this has helped so much. Like, I believe everything's happening perfectly, like for you. Mm -hmm. And it was giving me the right opportunities to even take to where I am today. Like I'm so grateful for my corporate experience. And so I had a lot of experience in the corporate world, leading things, taking new projects, like acquiring companies and all that fun corporate jargon and so and then after a while I got recruited and this was the beginning of 2019 I got recruited on LinkedIn and I was just like you know what I'm just gonna take this job like I've been like with this you know family of companies mm -hmm. and and this was one of my first instances with my angels I'm not sure how people you know about angels or guides or spirit source god whatever and so like I literally was driving in my car because I was unsure of what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Like deep down I knew because I was like, but like, the, you know, you I have the girlfriend, I have the family, you're comfortable, but I'm driving in my car to work one morning and I literally just asked out loud, angels, spirits, guides, I don't know who you are or what you look like. <laughs> I was like, I don't know because my mom told me to do this. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I'm literally calling on them and I just ask the yes or no question, should I accept this job? And as soon as I ask it, the most impactful, deep feeling chills came over my body and it was really emotional. And it wasn't just like a quick, like, ooh, I got the chills. Yeah. It was like, 
like prolonged like full body like almost like a body scan of chills and it would start and stop and I think it happened about seven times and so I was like okay I know the answer so that means I'm going and so I like broke up with a girlfriend I gave my job my notice and I moved across the country for this job and um and you know long story short I accept this new job um and at the same time this had happened I um forty thousand dollars of credit card debt into an, a high risk investment mm-hmm. and so there's just so much change like you know so for me it was like okay I have a six-figure job I have savings I have 401k like I'm single like no mortgage like I'm good like I want to be wealthy let's take this risk yeah and so what happened with this investment is it started to pay me passively sure. more money than my job if I wanted it to. So I was reinvesting a lot of it, but it came to a point where I'm just like, yo, Ben, I'm making money. This is just doing this for me. I've accepted this new amazing promotion. I don't want to be, I'm looking at my bosses, the VP and the CEO. Like I don't want to be them. Like it doesn't matter about the position or the money. Like I just don't like it. Yeah. And so there was just like, no, like that. I was like, there's no other opportunity better than this right now. Mm-hmm. So I quit that job. And that was um, last year. And from there, the funny thing what happened is that money um, pretty quickly started to dwindle as soon as I quit my job. Mm. And again, I believe everything's happening perfectly for me. And so it gave me the confidence to leave the corporate world, but then it also gave me the space to create what is now, you know, fear coaching, fear healing, whatever you want to call it. And so it's just funny because literally I remember back in February of 2020 um, or sometime around that, like one of my friends who had also invested in this investment, like our money was now gone, you know? So I did make some money back, but I lost the 40 grand. And so I told him, I was like, dude, like I know we lost 40 grand so I can learn how to make 40 grand on my own, Mm. you know? And I literally said that. So that's what happened. Right. And so I'm a big, fan of using story in the moment a lot of people need hindsight but if you can tell your story of how this is happening for you it's hard it's it's not easy but it makes your life a lot more fun and easier if you can acquire that skill of telling yourself that story in the moment and so all these different moments and then I booked my first retreat without ever having going to a retreat before I was like I want to do a retreat mm-hmm. and so to make this happen, I was like, what do I want to go to? I was like, I haven't been. So what, like, what's the perfect thing? So I started doing all these things, getting it together. And I had um, different teachers coming and out of the different coaches and teachers, three of them dropped off. Mm -hmm. And so again, you could say this, a story of whether that's the money or the coaches leaving. It's like, crap, Ben, you're so stupid. Why'd you lose this money? You shouldn't have done that. That was so dumb. People were right. Why'd you take that risk? Or why'd you do this retreat? Like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? These people are leaving. They don't want to do it anymore. But it's like, again, that opportunity of them leaving created a space for me to rise into what is now that's where I first experimented with the fear thing. Mm. And so I, I taught my first workshop on fear. Um, and same thing with that money, right? It created the space for me to step into how can I create what my calling is. So these different things of what could be looked at as 
terrible things have actually been some of the best things that happened in my life. And so those different things led me to fear. And then after the retreat, two weeks, two weeks later, I rebranded my business and then nothing's been the same since. It's just like exploded. That is so cool. Oh my God. (laughs) So there you go. It's so powerful what happens when you, um, when you find alignment and Mm -hmm. you, it's almost like sometimes you are kind of like forced to, or given an opportunity to step into that because life happens. And like you said, it's like, you have to step into that space and it's like, that's where you get to take your power back and reclaim, like use your story and like share your gifts and like do it when you're not ready. And that's like, obviously the scariest fucking thing ever is like (laughs) being a coach when you feel like you're not ready to coach, but you're like, damn it. I know one more thing than somebody else. Like I can help them. Yeah. Like seriously, I didn't know. Like when I booked my first person, um, and she's awesome. Like we're friends now. And like, of course, like I've had a lot of my corporate experience. I didn't realize at the time I thought I was helping people with goals, but it was actually, it's between what's you and your goal is fear. And I didn't realize that mm-hmm. at the time, but I've, you know, realized that since, but yeah, like with the coaching thing, I was like, I don't know how this is going to work, but I, I can feel it. Like I literally just knew. Um, and like, just following that, like from different, just learning different techniques from people and then just different research and then just stepping into that space. Like it just came like, yeah. And I've been able to do things or facilitate and help people, you know, step into their power. Like literally I had no idea that I could do like really like crazy ass stuff. And I'm just like, you know, you have to think of if I wouldn't have done this, right. The whole fear, if I wouldn't have quit my job, if I wouldn't have done that retreat, if those people wouldn't have left, like there's so many things like I think like, wow, like thank you for not giving me what I wanted. For sure. Oh God, it's such a powerful lesson and mm-hmm. like letting go <laughs> and mm-hmm. surrender. Um, and I'm, I'm super curious to know, cause I very much operate out of intuition mm-hmm. and I'm always like turning inward to make the next decision. And it's, it's so powerful because it just give like, you have, you have the answers. I have the answers. Like, yeah. and when we look outside of ourselves, it really gets it's like you're you're searching for the shiny objects or for the answers and like nobody has them except you and i'm curious to know like how do you connect with yourself and how Mm. how do you make these decisions like what is do you have a process do you have a a framework or how do you even help your clients break through their fear and really like trust in themselves yeah Oof. I mean that that's loaded, but we'll just we'll start. <laughs> I'm back at <laughs> so, <baby. laughs> yes. so with I have a podcast episode. It's called Um Fear Versus Intuition. Mm-hmm. And I think that could be really helpful for people. Um, but I actually do you know who Christina Rice is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she we were talking last week and she was interviewing me for something and she asked a similar question. And I actually had a difficult time answering it. And it's so funny that she was asking something very similar to this of like how do you know the difference right how do you know that this feeling i'm having is to leave it or to go towards it because it could be both right like that fear that you're feeling could be like i'm i'm scared of this thing because it's new and it's foreign and it my brain wants me to stay comfortable or 
is it the feeling of like like a red flag in a relationship like stay away right and I was like man that's actually a really good question but like for me I know that we all know mm-hmm. and it's funny because um this happened to me literally just two days ago so two days ago is when I you know I got home from Hawaii and I was like do I want to leave right now like it's in the middle of the day in Salt Lake City and I'm like do I want to just drive to Texas mm-hmm. you know do I want to drive to Austin and I didn't know I didn't know like I didn't have a clear answer usually I really do like I'm really connected yep. um fortunately my whole life you know growing up religious like whether it's praying like you know yeah. I used to pray twice a day so like having that connection um kind of led me to trust myself uh but at the end of the day is like okay, whether I should pull the trigger on driving now or not, or wait to me, it's just like, I don't know. So I'm just going to do it. And then kind of just like going to Hawaii, I can course correct. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean like I'm stuck there forever. It doesn't mean that I'm stuck here forever. And a lot of people fear making the decision, but it's actually really what you do after Mm. because you won't know if it's quote unquote right or wrong until you do it. So to me, the best way to get there is to make the decision. And then you'll quickly find out like you will, <laughs> like you'll find out how you feel about it. Um, but also you could even pretend like sometimes what I've done before I quit my job, I was like, I did some, I did some tests. So I was like, okay, I know I'm quitting my job. I don't know when, but I am. How does this feel? You know? And then I also took a week off I was like, okay, this is what I would do if I wasn't in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. And so it's really just kind of touching. Like you can get many tastes of what decision or how to trust yourself. It doesn't just have to be black and white. It doesn't have to be a complete jump. You could, like I'm definitely a fan mm-hmm. of those type of moves, but it doesn't have to be that way. Or to get in um, touch, like what I mentioned before about angels and guidance, whatever you believe in is just ask yes or no questions Yeah, is because a lot of us will just say like, why, or what should I do? Mm-hmm. It's hard for, unless you're like a channel, it's difficult for you to get an answer. So just asking yes or no questions is mm-hmm. also really beneficial. Mm-hmm. So those are a few different ways of um, how to get like in touch with like decision-making and your intuition. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think it's so powerful to just like take the action. Cause I think a lot of people get overwhelmed with like, I got to pick the right thing that they never pick or yes. they're like stuck in that constant state of frustration and stuckness. I've like totally mm-hmm. been there where I'm like, should I hire this person or should I hire this person? I'm like, well, they're both great. And I could benefit from <laughs> both of them. And like yeah. a month later, I'm like, I still haven't hired either of them. Right. Yeah. So it's like at a certain point, just fucking pick something. And like, <laughs> you'll like, you yeah. may not, it may not feel wrong either. It may like, cause mm-hmm. you, you won't know like necessarily if it was the right decision you it may feel like oh okay maybe this wasn't but I think also like even for you right for example like when you go to Hawaii it's almost like you can see that as it wasn't a wrong decision it was more like affirmation that that's not what you want so it's like in order for you to move forward yeah keep doing more things and trying out more things because that's going to get you closer to what you want you don't just like find what you want like that you have to do a lot Mm -hmm. of things to figure out what you don't want (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I think that's really important. 
a lot of people, I think, ask the wrong question, even if it's like purpose, right? Like, what is my purpose? It's, it's a series of like elimination. I think it's more beneficial to find out what you don't want, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like, I don't even believe in like wrong decisions. I was like, no, because then you would know that you didn't like it. Yeah. And there's always a lesson. There's always a Mm -hmm. lesson in the quote unquote wrong decision. And I think like, that's how how I've always had my, like, I guess the way that I think is just, there's nothing bad. There's nothing wrong. It's like you literally learn or you fail fast and it's great. It's a great opportunity for you to not make the same mistake again, or for you to learn or for you to help other people avoid that roadblock or something. Um, and I think like in terms of going back to kind of your, your conversation around decision-making, I'm curious to know, like for me personally, when I'm making decisions, I can feel it in my body. Like, mm. um, like for example, I was looking at like, okay, like I want to hire a mentor for 2021. I'm uh. like, who's this going to be? And I, I found this incredible woman and I literally like had a visceral, like, fuck yes. Mm. My body was like... <laughs> It, and I was like, what is happening inside of me right now? Like it got all tingly. And I was like, literally like stalking the shit out of her. And I'm like, oh my God, I fucking love her. Oh my God. Mm. Oh my God. I was like, she is a hell yes. And for me, it's like logically, financially, I'm like, that's insane. Right. Like looking at the amount of money, <laughs> but it's like, it's the same with when I started working with Amanda. I was like, okay, that's a lot of fucking money, you know? But I knew it was a hell yes. Like I didn't know why I didn't know. I didn't know the like logistical part, but I knew that that was like a, this is really scary, but it is totally the next thing I need to do. Mm -hmm. And I can feel it in my body. And I think the no for me is when it's not necessarily fear-based, like out of being scared to do something. It's more the red flag or like the, the intuitive guidance, whatever. That's like, "Mm, this isn't really the thing. Like it may look like the thing on the surface, but like underneath, it's not really the thing. And it mm-hmm. almost feels like um, constructive or mm-hmm. like not not expansive. I don't know. I don't know if you. When, oh yeah, I love that. Right. So what you said, expansive. That's another question you can ask. Like, does this make me feel expansive and excited, or does it make me feel like dark and constricted? Mm. You know, and like heavy. I think heavy and expansive. Yeah. Because and. I mentioned earlier, like the yes or no, you can ask, does this make me feel expansive or does this make me feel heavy? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, that's, that's really important. And like for you, you just mentioned a bunch of practice, like trusting yourself is practice. Yeah. You know, like you are going to make things that like, oh, like maybe I could have made that better or whatever, but like who like stop being so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think, I think that's beautiful. Oh, I was going to ask, do you know, do you know your human design type? I do. I am a, um, I'm a manifesting generator. Perfect. That's what I thought. Or one of the guts. So like, or trusting your body. So if people don't know what that is, I would research human design because it tells you how to tap into your intuition. So I'm a projector, which means I I wait for things to come to me. Mm -hmm. So meaning it's like, so like I started working for my first time, like a spiritual mentor this year, because for me is I'm not down with like, I don't, I wouldn't benefit from a coachy coach. Yeah. Yep. Meaning, <laughs> and that sounds funny and there's nothing wrong no, with exactly that. What you mean, no. <laughs> it's 
like there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's a lot of benefit depending where you're at and what you need and like where you're getting started. But like the stuff that I do, it actually probably wouldn't make sense to a lot of people of, you know, but it's that just like came to me and how that even happened is a crazy story because I was doing my first course um, is about like uh, abundance and wealth and like how fear is attached to that. Mm -hmm. And not as many people signed up as I thought were going to. And so I researched how to do business as a projector. And the first person I, or the second or third person I saw was this mentor. And I wouldn't have found her if everyone I wanted to had signed up. Right. So again, it just goes back into that trust piece of like, yo, and the, oh, and even the money thing you said, I think is like crucial of whether it's like me losing $40,000 or like some people have such a ill relationship with debt just because there's so much programming of what debt means. Like yeah. debt means you're bad with money. Debt means you're a bad citizen. That means you're just like not smart. There's so many things. A bad person. generally. Yeah. Like yeah. legit. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, of course you don't want to be like consumed by debt, right? And just like, it depends how it stresses you out, but there's definitely some reprogramming we can do with like, well, how are you utilizing it? Mm. Like the wealthy people are actually all in debt, yeah. but they utilize it for them, right? Is like how, think of your mortgage. Like people are leveraged up the yin with debt, but it's making money for them. Mm. And that's even how people pay less taxes. Like you could look, like that's how like well pe- people are pissed about like trump's taxes it's like because he literally shows that he's not making any money mm-hmm. is because he's in debt yeah but he's using that for him whatever you think is like it's mm-hmm. it's like yo tons of rich people leverage debt so and they're like the programming or the conditioning how ever manipulative you want to go is like it's not a bad thing. And the shame of thinking it's a bad thing is just keeping you stuck in that cycle even more. Totally. And not even just debt, just any shame keeps you stuck there. Right. Yeah. And it's like, what is your relationship to blank, fear, debt, <laughs> food, yes. whatever? It's not, it's not like, um, it's not, there actually is no other conversation. It's literally what is, what are you, what are you making debt mean? For yes. me, when I was in like at the beginning of this year, literally at the beginning of this year, I was in credit card debt a lot of like $15,000 worth of credit card debt. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I felt like an awful person. I had a poor relationship with money. This entire year, I have totally transformed my relationship with money by being grateful for my debt, literally, because it taught me, it taught me, oh, wow, my debt, my credit card debt, what did I actually buy? And I was like looking at all those things or experiences. I'm like, I'm so grateful I had that experience and that I had a credit card to put it on. Now let me pay it off because it will feel better. And then I stopped <laughs> hating on Sally Mae or Navian or whatever, whoever my <laughs> provider is, right? And like, yeah, cool, like in all play. Like I always like joke around. I'm like, oh, Sally Mae, you know? And like, mm-hmm. I used to have a serious, like I would feel so bad about it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't have any, I don't have any space for that type of energy anymore. It's more like, I am so grateful that I have a master's in architecture and it cost me about $200,000 and I am now really well-versed in creating and designing and articulating and iterations and iterative process and like all of these things, like delivering content. It's so 
cool. And I would not even be nearly half the amount of a coach that I am today without that experience. So like, I'm grateful to paying off $160,000 worth of student debt. Yeah, I love it. Like to me, I view it all as an investment. Like, and it depends to me if you enjoy it, like what you said, right? Of, are you, are you numbing yourself? Like, is it, are you enjoying what you're buying? Like, we could talk about money all day, but like, to me, it's like spend more money on the things you love Mm -hmm. and less on the things that you are supposed to do, or you're just doing just because it's like, no, really, actually you should spend more money on the things you love because just the energetic, the energetic meaning of that is going to bring more abundance and that feeling into your life. Yeah. I love that so much. And I think at the end of the day, it's like, what we were kind of like circling back to the beginning. It's like the, <laughs> it's like the alignment piece. Like when you start to strip away all of the conditioning and the programming and you really start to, to deepen in who you are, you know what matters to you by figuring out that all those other things didn't matter so that you can spend your money or you can spend your time or you can spend your energy, however you want to think of these resources um, being the person you want to be and becoming the next version of you mm-hmm. and that next version, like what would they be doing? Like maybe they wouldn't be spending money on, you know, like pina coladas at the beach. Maybe they would, maybe that person is, <laughs> is doing that. I don't know. But like, what are your values? And then you can yeah. start to align all those things, whether it's energy, time, money, like, and it, it really does give you the clarity. So you stop searching so outside of yourself for all of the answers what should I spend my money on like what that's like asking asking like who should I date <laughs> you know it is though, really and you, only you can answer that <laughs> right <laughs> exactly um I'm curious to hear like are you in a relationship actually no okay how have you been in a relationship Yes, we're asking romantically, or we're going back to fear. We're going back to finances. Are we going back to food? What relationship we're talking about? <laughs> we're going back, like into into an intimate relationship. Yes, I have been in romantic relationships. Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious to hear like where fear shows up for you in relationship. So me specifically. Hmm. Mm, me, it's. Mine comes from a place of not being chosen. Mm. Meaning it's like, because I know, so like when I'm by myself, I am content. Yep. Like I am, I'm really good at being alone or whatever you want to call it, single, like traveling, doing things on my own, whatever. Like I'm really good at that. Part of it is my personality. Part of it is just how I've lived. Um, and so... And I don't spend time with a lot of people. So I'm like pretty picky. And so when I do find someone I like, and there's like a lot of connection, a lot of chemistry, I tend to, I'm actually learning a lot about this right now with myself personally of why I'm this way. Mm-hmm. But like, whatever, whether you want to say cling on, like it doesn't, so I don't seem clingy in the traditional sense, but my energy is. And so a lot of people don't understand that there's so many energetic undertones that were, I have been unconscious of, and I'm still unconscious of a lot of just how like I'm feeling or what I'm saying or what I'm not saying. And so for me, that goes back to the, because I know I'm dope as 
like hell. And so, and I've had people say different things to me, you know, I was like, and I know people can relate to this or whether they say like, you're too good for me, you know, or it's like, I don't know if I'll measure up Mm -hmm. or some people might ask like, do you even like me? Like, you know, I've heard some men ask their partners that like, what are you doing with me? Do you even like me? You know, that's a lot of insecurity, but I've been asked that. And so there's a lot of different mix mixes in there, right? Cause you could, I could, or anyone else out there could settle for something. Mm-hmm. I know I won't, that's not in me, but still there's that fear of not being chosen. Mm. Um, period. And we'll leave it like that. <laughs> totally. I can relate actually. I mean, I'm in a relationship um, and I have been for almost two years and I am also very similar to you in that I love being with myself. I mm-hmm. love being able to just get on a plane, go anywhere, do anything, have adventures, and learning how to navigate that part of myself while being in partnership with someone else is the most challenging thing <laughs> I have ever done. Yeah, I love it. Because, like, you. It's like how to be you and be in the relationship. Yeah, because you're two different people. And I I love that you brought that because it's not like it's no, they're different. Mm-hmm. Like you have a relationship with yourself, you have a relationship with your partner. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So I think like for any for you guys listening, like if that's something that you experience, like you're totally not the only one. And I think the the way to improve your relationships with others is for sure to improve your relationship with yourself and like going back to everything we've been saying it's almost like as you learn more about who you are and what you're scared of you can kind of break down those walls so that you can be in better partnership and healthier partnership and more vulnerable partnership with somebody so that you're not literally scared of who you are (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like for me i'm honestly i'm really excited for that i know that that's a next part of my life Mm -hmm. of course there's always more you know more unfolding and becoming of myself but I know a lot of that is in relationship um and I know it's gonna it's gonna rock me but I I I really look forward to it too like um just because yeah like to me that's where my fear is so I know that's where I need to go Mm. um that was gonna be my next question (laughs) yeah right where's your fear right now (laughs) yeah and um yeah, like the chosen, you, that's also synonymous for me with like being special or like, so that's what I mean by that is like, yeah, I this might sound conceited, but it's my truth or a truth or somewhat of a truth is that I'm not going to find someone that ma- matches up to me. I had that mean, here. Right, meaning like, wow, like, can someone really, so I know that I am going to inspire my partner. I know I'm going to challenge them with love. I know, like, um, like, and I know, like, I've been in relationships with, whether they're long or short, with amazing women, right? Like, but it, there wasn't that, like, it factor or, and of course, everyone still has their stuff. Like, I'm not looking for the perfect person. But to really, yeah, it's really hard to describe, but like, I'm just going to say queen, like straight up, like confident, um, 
and not just like, oh man, like she's done the work. Like, of course she's, we were always doing the work, but someone who's really done the work and is comfortable and also seeking me like I'm seeking them in this same way I'm talking about fear and growth and all the fun stuff is that like they're, they like crave that and they're willing to hold that and not just like be in a relationship, but also have a level of understanding and push me and inspire me to be a greater man and leader and person and all the things. Yeah. That is so beautiful. Uh, <laughs> Thank, you. Fuzzies. <laughs> Thank you. That's amazing. Yeah. I think like it can be, um, I, I mean, I think before getting into my relationship, I, I felt a very similar way because it's almost like, you're like, how can somebody handle this? <laughs> That's how yeah. I felt. Like, I'm like, I have a lot of depth to me. Mm. Like I, and that's just something I naturally seek out, whether it's in traveling or life experiences or partnership. It's like, I don't need to have a lot, but I do need to go deep and like yes. experience depth in my relationships and, and in the things I do. And it wasn't always that way. It, w- it used to be like quantity over quality. Mm. It used to be like, I need to have a lot of friends. I need to have a lot of things. I need to have a lot of experiences. And it's so naturally shifted into a place of like, I want to have deep, meaningful connections with people that also want to have deep, meaningful connections. I love that. And I think that truly is like, that is like why we're he- like, that is so part of mm-hmm. why we're here. And it's like, that is how you expand it's the fastest way to expansion in the yeah. deep way it's the mirror like literally like yeah like you said it's the point like the relationship with anything and man yeah it's just so true like a lot of us seek like deep healing or journeys like how can i get deeper it's like yo if you just pay attention to every what you've mentioned earlier about relationship with money or just your partners or fear or your job, everything's a teacher all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to do ayahuasca, like do it if it's called to you, but literally like just everything is a mirror, right? Of, and a teacher, everything is medicine. If you just listen and practice awareness of what it's telling you, like of how you feel. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I am so excited to like share this episode with everyone. We have gone so in so many places. <laughs> I don't want it to we end. We have. Um, We've gone I, deep. <laughs> meaningful. We went deep. Um, I'm curious for you, like, what what is the most magical part about fear? Ooh, that's a good question. I like that. What I mentioned earlier, and see, I'm going to nerd out. So I really do think fear is beautiful. Fear is magical because it's revealing where you're not free. So in, in other, I'll say traditional or typical coaching scenarios, Mm -hmm. you're touching on fear in kind of a roundabout way, right? In nutrition, like someone, a a lot of people are now, and like you, you, you have told me like you do touch on and like go into fear, but I think, I would love if everyone touched on fear, like specifically and directly Mm. in their coaching, because it is so like, it is literally your freedom. And so why I love it so much is because me, my clients, these, you would need these conversations, whatever. 
is we're talking about what you've never talked about. We are mentioning what you've been too afraid to talk about to yourself, mm-hmm. let alone the world or your closest partner or friends, you know? And so just talking about it is completely freeing. Oh. And, and then getting to the root of it's, it's everything. Like not a lot of people know how to translate their thoughts into their feelings, into their behavior, into their beliefs and so many different things and like what it means and where it came from and how to like overcome it or reframe it. Mm-hmm. And so it's not about making fear disappear. Like I don't help people just like, okay, your fear is gone. You know, yeah. it's no, like you said at the very beginning is that you become friends with your fear and like really feel it and get curious about it and lean into it. And you can use it as medicine. You can use it as a tool. And once you change your relationship with it, it's almost like, like, thank you. Mm-hmm. It, and so like, seriously, I've seen whether it's medical phobias people leaving relationships, um, people losing weight, like emotional weight, you know, people tapping into memories that they've never had or they've never remembered before. Just so many different things. And it's so just wide ranging. So that's why it's so magical because it takes everything that's so wide ranged just to the root and it just like funnels it down. And from there it affects every part of your life Mm. yeah and I think it's it's like so powerful when you actually when someone comes to you or me or whoever and or you guys listening it's like when you actually get to the root that's when you can heal Mm -hmm. it's often like you'll scratch the surface like the physical layer or maybe even the, the mental layer um, maybe the emotional layer, but typically it's that like spiritual layer, the beliefs layer, the unconscious layer mm-hmm. that like, that's where all that shit is. And like, you got to go there in order to free yourself. So I love that, like finding the root or else you're going to just keep putting a bandaid on. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and again, there's nothing wrong with it, right? Like you said unconscious or the subconscious, like so you know 95% or higher of our time is spent like we literally don't know what's happening we are unconscious of the decisions our thoughts all the things like we don't know like but it's absolutely necessary it's a, it's a beautiful part of our brain and consciousness that it is taking care of so many just things and processes that we don't have to think about because if we did have to think about them consciously we we can't like mm-hmm. we'd we'd overload and like die, you know? (laughs) So I think it's, I think the conscious brain, I think it is 40, I forgot what it is. 40 some like not thoughts, 40 bits. It's 40 bits, 40. It can process 40 bits per second. And that subconscious mind can process 40 million bits per second. Mm. So it's beautiful. And that's how we're programmed. Um, and we need that. It's necessary for us to grow up as humans, but that's also the damaging part too. And right. so, you know, learning like what is underneath that, like literally 95% of your life, that's when you can start to choose for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like um, overriding your your processing system, like knowing that your brain is just trying to hijack you and like being able to be like, okay, thanks for trying to keep mm-hmm. me safe, but yeah. I'm going to like do the thing anyways. Yeah. I love that. Right. Like literally is doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing. 
Yeah. So like when you feel fear, it's like, I love that. And I love your relationship with it of saying like, thank you. You're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. I'm a fully functioning human. I pre- I'm appreciate it. Thank you, biology. Thank yeah. you, evolution. Appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like how you said, like, I appreciate my debt. And so, Sam, I love that. Like, yeah, changing. And I've been talking to this client recently about even celebrating emotions because this person, like, like a lot of us, wasn't taught to feel. And so, like, literally, when you feel something, celebrate it. Mm. Do you know who Kyle Cease is? No. He's really cool, but he says, whenever you feel something, at the end of it, say, and I love it. So I feel fear and I love it. Oh, I love that. (laughs) I I feel anxious and I love it. Mm. And so it's just, it's changing it to like, yo, I'm a straight up, I'm a dope human that literally, like the chances of being human and just being alive right now in this moment is so astronomical our brains can't comprehend it so celebrating our humanness celebrating that i get to feel this thing yeah and experience it because again you've said this before like that's what we're here to do so thank you yes no i love that i think for me personally in my own journey and understanding myself and just like healing and coming home to myself really more and more Mm. every day it's like once I once I have once I understand like how our minds and our bodies work Mm -hmm. there's so much less shame and guilt because you're like Mm -hmm. oh this is like everyone just no one talks about it like oh my god like I'm not the only one that was afraid to experience anger because we weren't (laughs) taught how to fucking process anger and I thought I was like a psycho bitch when I got angry (laughs) at my dog but no that's human and normal Mm -hmm. but like it's not normalized and I think like that is a conversation we need to have more of, of being like, no, these are how your brain works. This is how your mm-hmm. body works. This is how feelings work. This shit needs to be taught in school so that everyone mm-hmm. doesn't grow up living their entire life in shame and fear of being mm-hmm. a human. <laughs> For real. I love that. That's funny. And the same thing, like, like I had a client and he, there was like a lot of abuse, you know? And so you know, going through your adaptations as a human is, I remember like he let, he released like so much shame and guilt yeah. just because it's like, he did exactly what he was supposed to do. Mm. Like, because how you, of course, like if you respond for people doing things or saying things, you're going to try and protect yourself, you know? And like, you're not, you don't want to feel that way. You don't want to receive that. So you're going to change things about you. And once he realized that he was protecting himself and protection is a form of self-love, like literally, it's your brain and body doing exactly what it's due to protect you and love you, keep you alive. It's again, it goes back to like the celebrating and thanking, but it's then the next level of mastery is like, however, you no longer serve me. I appreciate you. And now I want to thrive and not just survive. So adios. Yes. Also <laughs> Vista. I love that. Um, well, I would love to, to kind of like, wrap things up with a with a messy bow because I'm not I don't have <laughs> messy bow, bow. <laughs> messy bow um and I would love to just hear like any last um words of wisdom words of nourishment for the soul words of mm-hmm. overcoming fear for for the listeners yeah we've we've already mentioned this quite a bit um but just knowing nothing is wrong with you like really 
like no matter how you feel or questioning or confused or guilty or fearful, like really, like you can't see into other people's minds. Like you are so just like you're functioning absolutely properly. So nothing is wrong with you. And we've mentioned like coming, coming home to ourselves more and more each day and like becoming and remembering and unlearning. And so that you is already there and I know you feel it. It's just allowing it to come out. And that's where the fear comes in as far as is trying to keep you safe because you've built a whole life for however many decades of validation and approval and love and affection on this programming or on this um, version of you that's not really you. And so you have to release that. But like the real you is there. You don't even like, you don't even need to do anything. Like you don't even have to try to be that because it is you. And so, yeah, the last message is just like, you are amazing. You, you are incredible. Mm, Yes. I love that so much. And it's, it's a lot less effort to just exist when you Mm -hmm. don't have to try to be somebody else or to be what you think everyone wants you to be. Mm-hmm. you can just be the fucking weirdo that you are because we're yeah. all just weird humans with weird bodies <laughs> like, yeah that's like if you really think about it like bodies are i mean they're both to me the answer is always yes and no or there's always nuance yeah like our bodies are so amazing but they're also weird they're so weird <laughs> like like if you think about it like we are like we talk about aliens like like what are the, and just like like it's miraculous but it's also like, they're weird man <laughs> yeah i mean but amazing. it's it's like the the and conversation it's like they're amazing and weird <laughs> yeah and freaky and there's hair growing out of places and like yeah celebrate like just, it <laughs> yeah and we just like we don't question yeah. why do i have head, hair on my head but not like on my like feet or shoulder something. or feet yeah, yeah. <laughs> bottom of my feet yeah yeah that'd be actually that'd be kind of nice it'd be like a permanent rug under your feet <laughs> yeah you Ooh, i like that and you can like clean floors really easily <laughs> this might be a new product it's like the slipper goes rogue where you like put on the yeah. slipper on your feet and you can just clean i think i do that anyways with paper towels when i clean my dog's pee <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh my God, Ben, this was so awesome. Um, I'm so grateful that we were able to podcast together and for you to share your story and like dig into fear. Um, And I would love for you to just share whatever you have coming up in the next year, if you know, um, and where people can find you um, on Instagram or just generally the the internet. I love it. So do you know when this is coming out? And you can edit this part out if you want. I haven't decided. I think I'm going to be doing a January like um, kind of dive into 2021. So cool. I believe this is going to be early January. Yeah. Cool. So, um, and I know your audience is like 99% women, but so in in early January, I'm launching um, something called Master Your Fear and Masculinity. So it's for men. Mm. Um, so if you have, you know, partners, if you have important men to you that you love, um, you know, follow me at the fear guy or go to my website, feeling-free.com. I have a podcast. It's called feeling free. Um, so like I work with one-on-one clients all the time, but I'm really excited about this. It's a year, it's a year long. It's all of 2021. 
um, for men because I mean, there are programs for men, but nothing specifically like this of what we're doing. Like we're really going into every aspect Mm. of males. And like you've said, like your audience is 99% male. I don't care that like, like mine is 70% female, Mm. you know, and even like the dudest of dudes, it might be like 50, 50 or 60, 40. Mm -hmm. And that's just fascinating to me. And there's different psychological, you know, studies and reasons of why women are, you know, into this more or whatever, just more progressive, more groundbreaking actually. And just all that fun stuff. But to me, it's just really, um, as men, like we need to rise up and we need to embody so us because men do have a lot of fear and we're not talking about it and even the whole feminism thing is awesome um i support it but what that has left is it's giving women a new narrative but it's not giving men a new narrative and we're just pointing out the problems with men and we're just saying see this is all your fault Mm. like this world all mask all masculinity all toxic masculinity men you suck yes and let's give a new narrative right. how can how can we redefine this what does like a mature conscious divine masculine look like so that's we're going you know into everything from fear emotions sex intimacy career purpose money masculine feminine all the things oh my god that's going to be epic yeah i'm very very excited yo you guys if you have a partner <laughs> you need to fucking get on this shit i i'm going to tell kurt <laughs> Like, thank you no. yeah so we start january 7th so hell yeah but yeah there you go oh my god yeah if you guys have a partner that's also interested in doing similar work to you definitely go check out ben's program and i'll put a link to it in the show notes as well so people can go find that boom um, thank you hell yeah oh i'm so excited for you and all of the people you're going to be serving and the impact you're going to be making yeah and i'm equally excited for you in this synergy and this creation and the ripples that it will have. So thank you so much for having me. Yes. It's been so amazing. And thank you again for taking time um, today to be on the show. It's been amazing. You guys go check out Ben. You can follow him at the fear guy. The link will be in the show notes. so You can check him out and I'm looking forward to our paths crossing again soon, Ben. Boom. Oh, they shall. (laughs) I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye. Okay, that episode was total fire. I love, love, loved our conversation. I hope you did too. And I think it's just a reminder to us, right, that fear is a thing, but we don't have to believe in it. We don't have to choose it. We can choose courage. And we can also use fear as our biggest teacher. I know that I have in all the things that I've done, whether it was leaving my nine to five, building a business, uh, breaking free of habits that weren't serving me and what was going to happen when I actually had the success. I know that many of you can relate to that. So I just want to empower you to embrace your fear love that shit. And if this episode spoke to you and you're really looking to overcome fear, self-doubt, maybe imposter syndrome, get out of your own way, or stop sabotaging, I want you to be on the lookout for my upcoming program, Unstoppable University. It is designed specifically for you, the heart-centered, high-achieving woman who really just wants to build massive confidence, self-trust. She wants to master consistency and feel like a queen inside and out. 
If this resonates with you, if you're feeling called to this program, I'm going to be releasing more details on Instagram and on the podcast for you, but there's going to be a link in the bio of this episode for you to get on the wait list so that you can be notified and you can sign up if you're feeling called. I am so excited to bring you this program. It's basically the curriculum that I've been working on for the past three years as a coach, and I'm so excited for you to be joining me. It's going to be a fucking amazing program. So be on the lookout for that. I love you guys so much. I hope you have an incredible week. I will catch you on the gram and be sure to screenshot this episode. Tag me on your social if it resonated, if it landed for you. And I love you so much. Bye.